If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen. with expert analyst Stevie Fly. Stevie, welcome back to the show. Stevie, can you hear me? Uh, I'm not sure what's going on there, but uh, we have a lot to talk about tonight. Um, We'll try to get Stevie on the line here. Stevie, can you hear me? Hang on one second. Stevie, are you there? Okay, I'm not sure what's going on. Uh, Stevie, if you can hear me, uh, give us a call back, and we will get you on air momentarily. Um, Folks, a lot to talk about tonight as we prepare for WrestleMania season. Um, I'm going to tell you, um, I am about as excited as I've been in a long time for WrestleMania. Um, And and a lot of people aren't real pleased with the card this year um, in in comparison to years past. But on the other hand, Pretty excited, uh, pretty excited about WrestleMania, a lot to look forward to, um, a lot of concern from fans as to whether or not we're going to see the last of The Undertaker at WrestleMania, and I think Stevie is with us now. Stevie, can you hear me? Yes, sir. I'm here. Okay. I don't know what happened. Sorry about that. Um, welcome back to the show. Glad to have you here. Same here, buddy. Same here. Well, of course, uh, we were we were off a week, folks, um, and I will say that moving forward uh, up until April 21st, we'll be with you live every week until then, because that's a major announcement we're going to make right here. Uh, some of you are already aware, but if you're not, Rage Wrestling returns 
April the 21st. That's a Friday night, first time ever uh, for a show being held on a Friday night, and it will be held live in the Roanoke Rapids High School Gymnasium in Roanoke Rapids. So how about that? Uh, Ray Dresslin making their Roanoke Rapids debut. You pretty excited about right. this? Yeah, pretty excited about it. You know, we're we're getting out, expanding our horizons. Uh, hopefully, we get a, a a big fan base in this area. Uh, you know, anybody listening from the from that area, I, I know we have a lot of people that came to a couple of the raid shows from, from the Run Rapids area that, at Northeast, and uh, you know, it's just just excited to get out and kind of stretch our legs out a little bit. Well, it should be nice. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Northeast Academy Gymnasium has been the home to Ray Dresslin since its inception back in August of 2016. And, of course, um, for the first time ever, uh, Ray Dresslin will be in uh, a different location uh, for its for its next show, and that being be in Rapids, North Carolina. And, and, you know, we have had a lot of people come from that area, so it'll be interesting to see uh, the fan base that travels. Uh, it's not a long ride, as you well know. Um, so oh, it'll be no. very interesting to see uh, who travels. And I, I fully expect uh, that we're going to have a good crowd there that night. And, of course, a lot at stake that night. My understanding is that there's going to be a big card, some some more debuts um, right. uh, for for that night. What are you hearing? I, I'm really excited about you know I I know we don't probably don't want to let the cat out of the bag as far as some of the matches but the you know from what I'm hearing some of the debuts are going to be there that night is is a few few of them I'm really looking forward to seeing in person I've been wanting to see it at Rage for a long time and uh, Charles had to let me down he he's booked them and uh, once we can. Once we can let everybody know who they are, that's just, and I mean, I promise you, one of the matches I've heard already that's it's really going to be, you know, I, I'm really looking forward to that. Probably, possibly could be the the best rage match by far so far on a, a rage card if if it lives up to what it's capable of being. Well, we will certainly see. And folks, again, that is Friday, April the 21st, live in the Rock Rapids High School Gymnasium. Tickets go on sale on the website uh, this upcoming Friday. And that is Friday, I believe that's the 24th. Yeah, Friday the 24th. Tickets will go on sale online uh, at ragewarriors.com. Or you can always get your tickets uh, at the door if they have not sold out. So a uh, big, big night of wrestling action coming up uh, Friday, April the 21st, Rage Wrestling. And, and you're right, I, from what I'm hearing, uh, we will not be disappointed on the card, that's for sure. No. Of course, I'd also I'd also like to mention that um, my understanding is that Mad Max Morrison is booked that night. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard I heard that. Uh, that should be interesting. Should be an interesting thing to have you two in the same building. You know, it's the first time you, you you've seen him since the little incident that we had at uh, the last Rage event. So that should be interesting to see see what could happen that night. It'll be very interesting. Uh, I will be in the building. I, I, I'm coming to do my job. That's that's my plan, is just coming to do my job and uh, not really wanting any trouble But um, and hoping we won't have any. But I'm coming to do my job, and that's all I think I need to do. But, folks, April 21st, Rage Wrestling, get your tickets this Friday or any time thereafter 
on RageWarriors.com. We've got a lot to talk about tonight, um, a lot to catch up on. Obviously, WrestleMania is just around the corner. But before we get on that, I really want to talk about the new era of Impact Wrestling. Um, and I know, you know, yeah. it's, it's, first and foremost, it looks as if they have officially ditched the TNA name altogether. Which yeah, probably a bad I idea. Mean, I, you know, and like I said, you know, we talked about Vince and Triple H listening to us. What did we say months and months ago? If somebody actually took over that, that the first thing they need to do was to rid himself of the TNA name and change the name. And, you know, it looks like yeah. Jarrett and, and his partners are, are listening to our advice and, and get rid of the TNA name and just going going straight impact. Uh, so, you know, and I watched, I don't know if you watched a little bit of it the other night or um, have you, if you've seen it since they took over, but, you know, it, it actually, you know, was a pretty good, pretty good, uh, pretty good show the other night. You know, you, know, you had yeah. Alberto Del Rio as Alberto the patron, whatever his name is now, on right. it, and uh, him and Ethan Carter going at it, and you know it was a pretty good action-packed show. And you know, uh, yeah, it, it was, and I, I have seen it. And one of the things that I'll say is, uh, first off, I like the, I like the new logo. I'm not sure if you checked that out, but um, yeah. I like that. I like I like where they're headed. But here's my question for you. I'd be very interested to hear your take on this. Um, uh-huh. All the good that we saw in the first episode of Impact uh, under a new kind of new era, if you will. Uh, there is a there's there, in the back in the back backstage. There seems to be some sort of rift between the Hardys and Impact. Oh, Wrestling. definitely. And, and I'm curious to to get your take on this and how it appears to me that Impact Wrestling is pretty set on holding on to the rights regarding uh, the broken the Hardy broken. Uh, or the broken, yeah. yeah, the broken Matt Hardy type concept. I'm curious what your thought. I know our, our, our hardcore wrestling fans are probably pretty clear on what's going on in that regard. Curious to see what you think. You know, I I, I really am one of those that thinks if a wrestler, if a wrestler came up with this character the way Matt Hardy did, he should be entitled to take it wherever he goes. You know, that's kind of, yeah. you know, because Matt Hardy pretty much reinvented himself. Uh, wasn't really having a great deal of success. I mean, if it, you know, mediocre success. And when he went to the broken character, he really, it really took off. And, and I mean, if T and impact wrestling now, you know, I, I think they should just let it go. To start over and, and and just let him go with his broken character wherever he wants to go. I, you know that would be like. Uh, I mean, you think about Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan was smart enough to copyright his right. name, Hulk he Hogan. That. Yeah, he owned that, and and maybe that was uh, something Matt Hardy didn't do do or you know, if, if Impact's got the rights to it, you know, I still say let let it go. You know, you're not yeah. going to bring another right. person in there that's going to do that character the way Matt Hardy did. It's just going to be a cheap invitation. Just like, I don't know if you remember, this may have been a little, well, it was probably around your time, the, the when Nash and Hall left and they did the whole uh, 
they did a whole fake Diesel and fake Razor Ramon that lasted probably a month. You know, and, and yes, I do um, remember that. You, know, you just it, it doesn't work that way, and you know, having a replacement like that that character is built for that person when they when they make they make that character, and I don't think anybody else could step in and do the broken thing the way Matt Hardy's done. No, I, well, I don't think so either. And you know, I, my I kind of look at the situation. I'm like, look, what, at this point, even if they do own the rights to it, even if they really did own the rights to it, um, I just don't see how it it helps wrestling at all. And I know Impact's worried about Impact and not anything else. Oh, But you know, the rea- yeah, the reality is, Stevie, is that, in my opinion, is that if they could do more harm by hanging on to that, to their own brand, uh, than, they, uh, than they could good, I think, personally. Because, I mean, the, the, the type of fan that's watching Impact Wrestling is a little bit more of a hardcore fan. With all due respect to WWE, they probably have a, a, um, a, a little more of a blend from the casual fan base. Your hardcore right. or your more serious wrestling fans are watching Impact. And as a result, I, I think that could just really hurt them more than anything. Agree or disagree? Well, yeah, I agree. I mean, at this point with uh, where they're at right now, I understand them wanting to hold on to it because they think that, that it, you know, if he goes to WWE, it's going to really, really take off, and that's their competition. But, you know, you can't <laughs> – you got to establish yourself as, you know, okay, we're going to wish him well. Let's let him go and let him have his character. I mean – I just don't see how it would help them to hold on to something like that in the long run. I mean, just yeah. like I said, you're not going to get anybody else in there to do his character. And what's the point of even holding on to the rights to the character? Right. Well, I agree. I don't see really any benefit from it. I think that uh, there's a lot of buzz out there about how um, – T, uh, T, or TNA, excuse me, Impact Wrestling needs to, to drop it and move on. And, uh, right. and I really couldn't agree more. And, and you're right. Hulk Hogan made a, yeah, yeah they need to concentrate on what they're doing now. I mean, don't worry about that. Let them go past as the past and, and build on what you're doing now. Don't be the usual, the old TNA and, and take one step forward, two steps back. I mean, you know, you build yeah. on this. Get some younger guys in there and develop them. Well, it, 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 we'll see what happens. I am wanting to give Impact Wrestling a chance. You know, I saw um, a uh, one of our uh, local wrestlers in the really in the southeast and the Atlantic uh, region post on Facebook the other day, and he'll go unnamed. Um, he, he had noted that if anybody really wants to see Impact Wrestling fail, they're not really a wrestling fan, and I agree with that. But you know, I agree. the bottom line is the bottom line is that they have been failing. And it's not that I don't want them to. They just have been. And I think that well, uh, I'm excited to see where they go. Well, it is, and we've talked about this time and time again. Uh, competition makes everybody better. And when right. when Vince has got some competition, his product's going to be better. And when you've got, you've got Ring of Honor out there, you've got maybe Impact's on the way back up. You've got them. Maybe they can give them some competition to make the uh, the product in WWE better. You know, you just don't want to see one major organization out there that has no competition at all. It, it happened one time before, and it was not good. So let's 
Let's hope yeah, that it, you know it can impact impact and succeed and be on the upswing now with, with Ring of Honor. Well, uh, we will certainly see. And of course, uh, aside from that, there's no avoiding the fact that we are in the middle of WrestleMania season. And I do want to talk a little bit about that. I want to actually talk a little bit, if it's all right with you, about the Hall of Fame, for starters. Um, right. Well, first and foremost, let us remind everyone that our current President of the United States was inducted to the Hall of Fame in 2013. <laughs> um, he remains the only president ever inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. All right, so let's get down to 2017, um, <laughs> which, I'm really, which I'm really looking forward to, um, and that is... Kurt Angle, who will be inducted by John Cena. And I don't know how you right. feel about the selection of the inductee. I'm pretty excited about that because John Cena certainly uh, was went over because of his you – know, I'll attribute – out of all the matches and where people have gone over, probably in the last 15 years, I don't think any match was more defining of a career than the one where John Cena beat Kurt Angle. And I think it's a very fitting – I'm curious your thoughts for him to induct Kurt Angle into the Hall of Fame. Well, if I'm not mistaken, the the first WWE match John Cena had was Kurt Angle calling anybody from the back, and John Cena was just this young guy, and nobody knew who he was, and he held he held his own with him, and uh, I think Angle shook his hand after it was over with. If I'm not, I may be mistaken about that, but. I think he was, I think Angle was a heel then, but Cena held his own with him, and that really put Cena's name out there. Uh, so it's, it's pretty fitting that Cena would be the one to induct him. I think it's a good choice. I also note that Kurt Angle, uh, a four-time WWF, WWE champion, one-time World Heavyweight champion, and one-time WCW champion, of course, winner of the 2000 King of the Ring, which I wish was still around. Uh, and oh, yeah. uh, he is the third active wrestler to be inducted. I'm curious, uh, are we going to see Kurt Angle wrestle in WWE at some point? I, I think so. Uh, he say he keeps saying there's a and he keeps saying there's a lot of he's got a lot of good matches left in him. So I'm hoping we'll get at least you know maybe a, a six month run or something like that. Maybe something will happen at WrestleMania that uh, will set something up. But uh, I'd like to see him. I was hoping since they were, I believe they were in Pittsburgh last week, I was hoping he would come out there, but, uh, you know, he didn't. So, But I think Angle's got a few good matches left him. I'd love to see him get in there again. Maybe, you know, he would love to see him with Samoa Joe. You know, for people that didn't watch the old TNA when those two hooked up, that there were some great matches. Brutal, but they were great matches. Yep, and uh, we will certainly see what happens. Uh, I'd like to see Kurt Angle wrestle Samoa Joe on the big stage, and that by that I mean WWE, because that would just be uh, they they brought the house down in some of those matches they had. Oh, definitely, yeah. Uh, I mean, that were some of yeah. the best matches in TNA history. I mean, <laughs> but you know, suplexes left and right, uh, yeah. They were brutal, but like I said, they were brutal, but they were some great matches. Yep, and, you know, Kurt Angle could help uh, put Samoa Joe over even farther, uh, I think, with that uh, that kind of match on the big stage. It'll be interesting to see. And, of course, another inductee in the 2017 Hall of Fame and very deserving inductee is a four-time NWA World Tag Team Champion, 
um, and that is the Rock and Roll Express. Um, I know you're excited to see this one. Oh yeah, that was. They were they were part of the reason that I started watching wrestling and uh, kept watching wrestling. But you know, a lot of guys, you, you did, you know, back then, like it was all about the the big guys, like the Road Warriors, you know, the Hulk Hogan, the mm-hmm. the bigger guys were always getting over. But these these guys, you know, especially Ricky Morton. I mean, if you want to see some good wrestling action, especially hardcore wrestling action, you just need to watch. Look up YouTube. Look up when Morton and Flair had his little feud going with Rick Flair. Uh, it goes 60 minutes. And, I mean, it was just back and forth. And, I mean, it, it's noted that the bell, it, it was offered, the bell was actually offered to Ricky Morton. You know, Flair was going to put him over, but the only way they would let him wear the belt was split the Rock and Roll Express up, and his loyalty to Robert Gibson, he wouldn't do it. So there, there you go there. But uh, you know, just I mean, they, they they had the best chemistry with each other, and you know, like you say, four-time NWA World Tag Team Champions beat the Russians twice. Uh, I think it was Rude and Fernandez they beat once, and I forgot who the other one was, but. You know, just a just a great tag team, and like I said, the the real reason I that I started watching wrestling and kept watching it was because of them. Well, and, yeah, and it will be interesting. I, I'm excited to see who will induct them. As far as I know, they have not announced I, that yet. Are you hearing anything? I would be willing to bet you uh, there's two people that come to mind because first one would be Flair. Uh, and I don't mm-hmm. know what, and the only, you know, the only thing there, I don't know what kind of working relation. I know he's got a contract that with WWE, but you haven't seen him a whole lot here lately, so I don't know where they stand there. But actually, and this depends on what kind of working relationship he's got, the logical choice would probably be Jerry Lawler. A lot of people don't know that Jerry Lawler actually put them together back in Memphis. You know, he was the one that came up with, he said, well, he introduced them. Uh, they actually were sitting at, at a match, and they went out and bought these long spandex pants and put band. He said, "Let's go get some bandanas." Put it. He came up, partially came up with the idea. So that would Jerry Lawler would be a good choice too. I would think one of those two would do it. Yeah, I'll, I, it probably so. I'd love to see. I can't wait till they make the announcement. That's for sure. And uh, I can't, uh, you know, the, the uh, Rock and Roll Express did a show. This they're still they're still going to town. I mean, they're gonna have to take uh, take the weekend off from from their job to do this because they're still going all all yeah, you know, I mean, all through the Mid Atlantic region. Yeah, well, I mean, it's pretty exciting to see them, uh, and I I really can't wait uh, to see them get inducted. Uh, it should be a fun night. And, of course, Teddy Long going to be in the uh, Hall of Fame this year. Peanut uh, head. <laughs> do, do what? That was, that was the uh, – I mean, this is before your time here. When, when he – he was a, actually a referee in the, in the old yeah, NWA. That's I remember him being a referee. But see, I don't he, remember him he, in the NWA. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it did, the way he – I, I mean, he was a referee for a long time. And then – during a, uh, it was Road Warriors, 
and I know you don't. These names probably won't come. The, the Varsity Club. Yeah, are you familiar with them? Yes, I've definitely heard of the Varsity Club. Well, okay, it was the Varsity Club, Steve Williams, and Mike Rotunda for the NWA Tag Titles, and Teddy Long ended up fast counting uh, the Road Warriors out and cost them the belt, and that's when. He became a heel manager, and that started everything. It was one of the things the crowd used to call him was peanut heads. So, yeah, he had a bald head, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, that that really got him started there. But, yeah, he, he, it's been a, gosh, I guess he was a referee at least three or four years before he did that. So he's been around a while. Yes, he has, and I, I'm excited to see him uh, get inducted. You know, he has definitely been a staple in wrestling somehow or another, even as long as I've been. When I began watching wrestling, he was a uh, referee. I remember that. And he, right. he, I don't know if you remember this. He was a referee. He was a manager for a while, and I think that for a while he ended up being a referee. During the Attitude Era, he did some refereeing before he became um, an on-screen personality again. Right, he was like a general manager for a while. That's right, from 04 to 08, yeah. I'm excited to see Teddy Long get inducted. And of course, they have announced uh, that JBL right. and Ron Simmons will be inducting him. Uh, very fitting. Now, let's talk about Diamond Dallas Page. I'm excited to see this. Very deserving, there's no doubt about that. But to the best of my knowledge, they still have not announced who is going to induct him. Are you hearing anything? No, I haven't heard anything, but I would think, you know, a good choice for him would probably be Jake the Snake Roberts or, you know, either yep. him or, or Scott Hall uh, because both of them, you know, everybody knows the story about what DDP has done for both those guys. But uh, a lot of people don't know that Hall, him and Scott Hall were actually, let's see, he was Scott Hall's manager, you know, because a lot of people, DDP got a really late start in the wrestling. He was manager for a while. But then he decided he wanted to be a wrestler, so he waited to his late 30s, maybe early 40s, to become a wrestler. So, you know, he was kind of in the twilight of his career at that time. But, uh, you know, from that point on, though, he just got better and better every year. Uh, he was, what, three-time WCW World Heavyweight Champion? And He was and, a three-time, yep. Yeah, so... Uh, he got better and better as as the years went on, but I, I think with between what he's done to help pretty much save both of those guys, both Jake the Snake and Scott Hall's life, say you know getting them sober and getting them uh, back in shape, you know one of those two guys will probably be the choice for that. Well, and, and I would like I would like to see the one of them do it. Um, have you ever seen that documentary on Netflix uh, in regards to Jake the Snake's uh, recovery? I have not seen that, but you know, I've seen the only thing I've really seen is the, there was a there was a few I forgot what the name of it was, but it was pretty much dealing with how how he got Jake straight from from that part on, and then it turned into Jake and him calling Scott Hall and you know getting him in that house. I guess what they called a safe house. And getting him straight, but I, I don't. I haven't seen the actual. I'm really interested to see that one, the the actual Jake the Snake one on uh, Netflix. Oh, it's it's fantastic. It really is. And um, I, I was very, to be honest, I was very unfamiliar at the time with how much of a effort DDP had had in 
Jake the Snake's recovery, and of course later Scott Hall. And uh, I just had, I mean, of course, I know DDP Yoga is very successful and has changed right. a lot of people's fitness uh, and their their lifestyle. But uh, you just said it, and he say he he really saved their life. And uh, I'm excited to see uh, the, the announcement in regards to his inductee, and, and just around that in the Hall of Fame because I do want to get on some other things. Uh, Beth Phoenix uh, going to be not uh, going to be inducted to the Hall of Fame. Uh, Ravishing Rick Rude certainly think that's okay. deserving, um, and he'll be inducted by Ricky Steamboat. Uh, so it should be very interesting night. Um, yep. I, are they done announcing uh, inductees at this point? Well, you know they did the Warrior the Courage Award yeah. last last Monday night, uh, and right. I've yet to hear the celebrity. If they're going to do a celebrity this year, they usually do one of those every year. But I've yet to hear any talk about that yet. So uh, hopefully, hopefully they'll leave that out and, and maybe give another wrestler that's deserving of it <laughs> instead of getting us well and, putting one, and another one in the celebrity wing. Yeah, they have done it since 2010. Um, yeah. Of course, uh, just to, so everyone can hear the slew of names that have graced oh, yeah. that award, <laughs> um, Drew Carey in 2011, uh, Mike Tyson in 12, of course, President Trump. <laughs> that's that's kind of funny to say in 2013. <laughs> uh, Mr. Yeah, Mr. T in 2014, Arnold Schwarzenegger in 15, and then, of course, last year, Snoop Dogg in 2016, who I understand was actually in my town where I live uh, this past uh, a couple of weeks, about three weeks ago, filming a movie um, upcoming. Um, so, oh. At any rate, uh, if I had to guess, uh, 2017 uh, celebrity inductee, uh, I would probably think a good candidate would be Pee Wee Herman. Oh. <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> wow. Uh, you know, yeah, at least we I, I'm not even going down on that one. <laughs> yeah. But I was trying, I was racking my brain trying to figure out somebody, but I'm just waiting, you know, for the whole P. Diddy thing to come around since he did, you know, he did the soundtrack for a lot, did the song for one WrestleMania and did the soundtrack for the video game. So I'm, I'm just waiting for that to come up. But, uh, you know, I guess the celebrity wings all right, but I, I would rather see a wrestler that's deserving of it to to get it, you know, use that spot. I know a lot of talk had been about uh, William Regal getting inducted. Apparently, that's off. I don't know what happened there, but they scrapped that. So uh, he would be, uh, you know, I I I just look at some of these guys that get in, and William Regal. Don't get me wrong, he was a great wrestler, but you know, look at if you look at credentials, they don't really. He didn't do much in the WWE. He was a, I think he may have been a Intercontinental Champion, uh, but no world titles. wasn't there long, and I think most of what they're basing that off is the fact that he's, you know, he's still working there and he's what the commissioner of NXT, and that's right. You know, I'm not saying I'm not saying he wasn't a great wrestler. I just don't. I think there's there's more people more deserving of him that should go before him, but you know that's just yeah, maybe that's well, why he got no, scrapped. Yeah, I mean we could talk about we could go on forever about people. Yeah, like, we could. Who, we really who could. Yeah, who should not go in before 
say Ivan Golov, for example, but we've gone there before. Oh, but, you know, yeah. you don't get I will say that. we could go all night on that one. Well, I will tell you two things. Number one, about William Regal, and that is that I personally believe that um, William Regal, one thing I do like about him, and one reason I think he's worthy of the Hall of Fame, is that uh, William Regal has done anything he's been asked to do by the wrestling promotions he has worked for. It appears to me. I mean, WCW, he was, uh, if he ever if he ever was mid-card, that was at best for the most part, uh, at least for that, right. for a long period of time. In the well, WWE, he, that was the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he was mid-card, but he had more success in WCW. He was uh, at least, and I'm not looking at his computer right now, but at least three times television champion, and he held it for a good while when he held him. Uh, I'm remembering who he beat. Actually, and, and it's going to surprise a lot of people, he beat he beat Lex Luger one time for that TV belt. And yeah. he beat, let's see, Zabisco was one, and I can't think of the other one. It may have been Johnny B. Bad. Or Mark Merritt, whatever you want to call him back then. Uh, but yeah, he had a he had a pretty good success in WCW. But maybe it was a European Championship he won in in WWE. I don't, I can't remember for sure that, right when they had the European belt. But you know, uh, he you're right. He has done whatever was asked of him, and and that that's pretty much why he's in the position he is now. Because Vince. You burn a bridge with Vince, and he's not going to forget. Not going to forget it pretty easy. So he must have done no. whatever he was asked of there too. He's proven that for sure. So let me ask you this: I really want to talk about this. I, I, I've avoided it long enough out of respect to the uh-uh. situation. Um, and that is, I want to remind everyone that we had back on February the twenty seventh. It was a, I believe, uh, Sunday. Excuse me, the 26th was a Sunday. That's what I'm talking about. February 26th. We had on as our guest that night as a part of the tribute to Ivan Koloff, a special edition show that we did. We had on um, an ECW original, C.W. Anderson. And uh, we uh, obviously had a theme to that show that night. And out of respect for not only the tribute to Ivan Koloff, um, but also uh, out of respect for what was going on at the time, we did not mention at all uh, the correspondence, if you will, that was going on on Twitter or on social media, rather, between C.W. Anderson and Paul Heyman. Well, I got a chance, and I know you've read this, Stevie. I got a chance mm-hmm. to read uh, C.W. Anderson's rather extensive uh, reply um, about this situation. And uh, I got a chance to meet C.W. Anderson, and you did as well. I, I don't know if you may have met him beforehand, but I had never met him until no, January the 14th this past year. Uh, or the, actually, yeah, this year. And uh, great guy. He's great in the locker room, well-respected, no doubt about that. And I think it goes beyond the fact that he was an ECW original. I think the respect really is that he's just an overall good person. But I got to tell you, okay, if that went down, in ECW, the end of ECW went down the way he said it did. If that's truly what happened, then Paul Heyman, 
I would have been embarrassed to even respond online if that's how it really went. And I just really, been, I kind of think about this, and I'm like, okay, if they really get, didn't get a call, just didn't hear nothing, they just saw Paul Heyman show up on Monday Night Raw. Now, we're talking about, it's one thing when Luger, okay, it's one thing when Lex Luger goes is on pay-per-view Sunday night, or on a show that weekend, rather, for WWE, and then shows up Monday night on WCW. That's one thing, because guess who has been affected by that? Guess who has, just, I mean, just Luger, you know? Yep. I mean, and the, and the thing the about promotion, that too was he was he was not under contract. He was working without a contract with WWE. So, just like you said, well, the only one it affected was Luger. Right, and of course, you know, one might argue, you know, Vince might argue that, well, the WWE and the ratings, well, you know, that that improved, and obviously they're in fine shape now. So that hindsight's twenty twenty, yeah. and I really don't have a lot of sympathy for that. But we're talking about a guy who ran a company, okay? And next thing you know. Joe's up on Monday Night Raw, and that's it. <laughs> I mean, and, and we're talking about people's jobs. We're talking about families. We're talking about livelihood. And that's I'm right. just, I just want to say, that I want to give C.W. Anderson some credit, because if you remember correctly, he came on our show that night and had nothing but good to say about Paul Hayes. Exactly. And, and if you, if anybody got a chance to read, when he finally came out and did his reply, he was he he was to the point, but he was res- still respectful. You know, he he wasn't. He said, "I will always respect him because he gave me he gave me that shot." But you know, and and if you if you ask a lot of these guys about Dangerously or Heyman, whatever you want, he was Polly Dangerously, Polly Heyman. Uh, it, it it's it's not a good reputation that he has with the wrestlers as far as that goes. He's got a brilliant mind, but you know it, it seems like from what you hear, and I mean I know you hear a lot, but when you hear it from more than one, the same source more than one, there's got to be something to it. Um, that his oh, yeah. reputations with it, as far as a uh, owner, were not that good. You know, it was all about Heyman. And, you know, as, as brilliant as he could be as far as wrestling-wise, running a business, it was totally different. You know, and, and, and I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, Stevie, I, I just – if the, what this tells me, what I read, and kind of what I already knew – I mean, I always assumed this, but it was validated by a lot of what – because I trust C.W. Anderson and uh, his judgment. Oh, yeah. Situation, and, you know, I really do, and – I'm going to tell you, if if that's the way that went down, here's what that tells me. That tells me, and this is not C.W. Anderson's words. These are my words. So if this gets out there to anybody, this is this is me, and, and I don't know if Stevie agrees, but it, this is me talking, not C.W. But if that's the way it went down, then Paul Heyman does not care about anybody but Paul Heyman and probably Selfish. never has. I, I, I agree period. totally, hundred ten percent. It's it's nothing but being selfish, and I think that that's you know you have a responsibility to you know at least 
tell them what's going on. You know, don't don't let them. You know, give them a call and tell them this is what's going to happen. I'm sorry. We'll, we'll, you know, you're going to have to find work otherwise. This is where I'm going. And I mean, it still would have been some hard feelings, but at least, <laughs> you know, you would have done it the right way. Yeah. I, well, I, I, you know, yeah. I, and I mean, you you hear it from more than one too. These stories don't just come from C.W. Anderson. So, it, and I, you know, just knowing him from where when I got to talk to him, hearing from other people how much they respect him and and what kind of guy he is, I wouldn't have doubted him even if I hadn't heard this before. Yeah. You know, uh, I, the most powerful part of this to me was this right here, and I read, and I'm quoting from this, uh, this is an excerpt from the post we're talking about. It says, to everyone else reading this, want to know how we found out that ECW was closing and was no more? Uh, did Paul Heyman call his employees or show up to the final Alabama loop, and that was the last time they were all together, to inform us that ECW was to be no more? No. Instead, we saw Paul show up on Raw as a commentator, and the world as we knew it at that point fell apart. After that, did we get a phone call? No. Listen to this. Now, we received a bankruptcy letter in the mail. And I'm sorry. That is just, yep. uh, you know. I, 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 I knew from the beginning um, that where I, where I probably would stand on that issue. But, you know, out of respect of the night that we had on the 26th, really just paying tribute to the late, great Russian bear, Ivan Kolov, we did not mention it, and I think we handled that appropriately. Yeah. But I think I that just felt like something needed to be said. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, not that and, night. I mean, yeah, but... we, and we will have uh, CW on. I've already talked to him, and, and I've, I've just got to get a date with him, and maybe he'll get to, you know, if he wants to, that's totally up to him. If he wants to elaborate a little bit more and talk about it, he can. But if not, that'll be totally fine. But, you know, uh, that night was definitely not the night to it. And it just came out that weekend, what Heyman had said to him. And some of the things Heyman said, you know, were just, you know, yeah, I'm like you, Lance. If if and that that just that just, I ought to show you what kind of ego that guy has. And like I said, if this gets back to him, fine, call me, Paul Heyman. I'll be happy happy to talk to you. But uh, you know, that shows what kind of ego this guy has when he knows what went went down, and he still is trying to deny it, or or you know, you know, just trying to make it seem like. It wasn't his fault. That just tells right. you what kind of ego he's got. Well, and, and, you know, when it comes to being an on-screen personality, Paul Heyman, I, I mean, he's really, he's good. I mean, he, bottom line, I mean, and, he, and you said it, he's brilliant. But, you know, if he ever caught wind of this this in, this discussion we're having, I no telling what he'd say about me and you. Oh, well, if he calls C.W. Anderson a low-level stooge, I don't know what he thinks yeah, if he calls, of but If I, he calls somebody like C.W. Anderson a low-level stooge, there's no telling what he would call us to. I mean, you know, we – oh, gosh. I would hate to even think about it. I would, I'll be interested to see what he would say. But, you know, yeah, well, I, and, you know, the end of, end I'm not of the really day, worried you know, about it. No, I'm not either. And, and the way I see it, Stevie – is um, it, the fact that he even responded to C.W. Anderson, or if he were to respond to us, but particularly the fact that he did respond to C.W. Anderson just shows um, the kind of respect 
that he truly has for C.W. Anderson and, and, and the respect he has for C.W. Anderson's voice uh, in the wrestling business. And uh, anytime you don't respond, I think that's more of an insult than anything. The fact that he did respond shows that uh, it probably did get to him. And uh, sometimes oh, yeah. the truth hurts, but I, I believe it was told. It was. I believe so, too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so... Let's just wanted to get that out of the way, and I do want to note a couple of things right now. First and foremost, nobody could be happier about this, and I do want to let everybody know that with 9.57 remaining in the second half, Carolina is down two points to Arkansas. Boy, I hope it stays that way. Hush your fuss. <laughs> what did you say? I said, hush your fuss. You're just mad because your boys didn't even make it to the dance. They didn't even get a dance card. But, I mean, come on now. But no. you did pick then, up a concussion. Y'all didn't waste any time there. As soon as they lost, you no. had that guy. Yeah, you know, I kind of wanted Tom Crean from Indiana, but that didn't work out. Um, and, uh, you know, UNCW's coach is good, but, you know, let's just be honest. What a tough situation to be in, playing beside Mike Krzyzewski and Roy Williams, all who are within a 30-mile radius. Uh, good luck with that, uh, brother. Uh, <laughs> hope, hope that hope that works out for you. Um, let's talk about WrestleMania. Um, th- that is right. coming up, and uh, we are just what uh, three? Uh, no, two weeks away. Two weeks away from two today. Weeks. Oh my goodness! Um, two weeks away from today, uh, and we are going to uh, really uh, a jam-packed card that I, I don't think is finished yet. Um, and we're going to get to see some. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about WrestleMania this year. Um, and a lot of people are actually disappointed in the card. Uh, I'm pretty excited about it. Um, but I'm thinking that when the night is over, uh, are we going to be pleased or are we going to be disappointed? Just before we even get into the matches that we've announced so far, do you think that at the end of the night this year, we're going to be pleased or disappointed? Hmm. You know, it, it gets built up to such a such a big thing. Yeah, I, I don't think it's cool. Yeah, I think you're going to be somewhere in the middle. Uh, yeah. I don't really see a, right now. You you looking at and you don't really see something that's capable of being like a, a Shawn Michaels and Undertaker or a Ricky Steamboat and Randy Savage match. But you know, maybe I'm. I, I'm trying to use reverse psychology here and hope, hoping that it'll it'll be something that really blows my mind. But uh, I did see that, you know, it was set up this week, this past week on SmackDown about the uh, AJ Styles and and Shane. So that match is set now, and we've been talking about that for a while. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't see one that's really stuck out in my head that, that's going to blow me out of the war yet. Maybe yeah. maybe one of them will surprise me. Well, I want to ask you, if you had to make a – and you could change this later. If you had to make an early pick on who's going to win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, who would you mm. say? And, and, you know, they set up something this past week on SmackDown about uh, – you know, they were doing the whole mojo. Raleigh was, was going to be in it. He put his name in there, and then Dolph Ziggler was talking about him. And and I, I'd hate to see it because I don't know how many 
big guys going to be in there. You, you kind of hate to see it in a way, but Ziggler, I don't know if Ziggler's going to be in this thing or not. If he wins, if they set him up for him to win it. But uh, I, I don't know. It, 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 I've only really heard two names so far. And Mojo was one of them, and I can't remember the other guy, other one that was in it. But uh, until, until I see who's in there, I really don't know. They, they still haven't uh, really yeah. announced a whole lot in there yet. No, they haven't. Um, uh, as far as I know, they've only announced three. Uh, uh, Mojo Raleigh, Apollo Crews, and Big Show. Uh, well, no, no, that's not yeah. true. They, they, yeah, they've announced a few more, but they were the first three that were announced. And um, the, the big question is, is Shaq going to make another appearance this year? See, that's, that's what I, I was really hoping – Big Show and Shaquille would would uh would get their match, and I was you know I'd be the biggest Big Show fan that night for for real. I mean I, I would have never pulled that <laughs> off for him. Just and, I, and that's another one I'm surprised it hadn't been put in the Hall of Fame yet. Celebrity wing, but uh you know I I'm just not a Big Shaq fan. Never have, never will be. Uh, love to see the Big Show put put him down. Well, and, and even you know, if he is in that battle royal, I'd love to see him get get thrown out. Well, it'll be uh, interesting to see. I, you know, I, there's still talk about Brown Strowman being in this match, and if that happens, I don't. See I would have that. to give him the. Yeah, yeah I would have to give um, him the the nod there. Yep, and of course, you know, he probably he could and probably will at some point if he ever goes truly. Uh, main event status uh, could very well win the Royal Rumble, and I, I think that because he didn't, this would certainly be a consolation, and uh, I could see him winning this, but certainly going to find out uh, shortly. So Austin Aries is going to be challenging Neville for the cruiserweight championship. Could this be okay. the best cruiserweight match we've seen so far, or are we still in that rut with the cruiserweight? Division? Yes. This right here, the night that Aries was interviewing Neville in the ring and, and popped him and <laughs> put threw him out of the ring, that made me get interested in the cruiserweight division. Austin Aries is one of the most talented wrestlers out there uh, and could really put the cruiserweight division on the map and, and hopefully bring other guys in. I hope they put the belt on him. I'm, this, could be, this could be one of those matches that you see uh, – that really steals the show. Uh, yeah. One of them that that a lot of people aren't looking forward to, but with those two guys, especially with Aries, and I mean Neville is talented and, and Neville does, does the flips and all that stuff, but these guys, you know, when they hook up, I think, you you know, it's going to surprise a lot of people how good this match is going to be. Well, to put the Cruiserweight division on such a big stage, uh, they – they have a chance here to change the dynamic. But um, I will say that I don't think this match should go on as the kickoff match. Kickoff. Any of the no. kickoff. Yeah, I don't think – yeah, I think they need to put this when people are watching WrestleMania, and I think they need to make sure uh, that it gets attention because I think the Cruiserweight division could rely on this match moving forward. Oh, definitely. I mean, this this could really be the start of something good for it. And, I mean, we said all along that it wasn't it wasn't really a a big superstar 
that stood out in the cruiserweight division. And, and Aries, if you put Aries on top, that would really be that superstar you were looking for. And, and just like I'm saying, if you see that, you can bring other guys in that to challenge him, and I, I guarantee you get good matches out of them. I think so. I'm very excited to see that match. And we're not going to – we're going to break down all the matches as we move forward. We're going to talk about a few more tonight. Um, but we will definitely be breaking down um, – more of the matches as we move forward, not the entire card tonight. But I do want to talk to you about one of SmackDown's highlight matches, Shane McMahon making a return to uh, wrestling. Uh, at WrestleMania this year, he will take on AJ Styles. Uh, um, is this going to be a good surprise, or is this going to be a disappointment for a match where AJ Styles is involved? I think it's going to... It's going to be one of those matches AJ was going to carry it. And, you know, Shane, Shane does these oh-my-God moments and uh, just like with The Undertaker last year falling off. But uh, as far as wrestling talent goes, you know, Shane's got a little, but it's nothing that's going to shock the world. It's going to have to be uh, AJ carrying this match. So I, I don't know. I really don't know how good this match is going to be. Uh, I'm sure it'll be a, Shane will be trying to take a lot of risks to wow the crowd, but uh, it, w- it will definitely not be a, a, a AJ and, and Cena match like we saw at Royal Rumble. Oh my! That's, that, that, to me, that's the match of the year so far, uh, and uh, that one that not the not the Styles versus McMahon, but I'm talking about the Styles and uh, Cena. Styles, Cena. That was. Yeah. Match of the year to me so far, and I, I don't know if it's going to be beat. I, I could watch that one again tonight, like it was yesterday, or and I hadn't seen it yet, and be just as excited. I want to talk to you about this too. A couple more matches I want to talk about tonight, uh, as before we close out the show, and that is um, the Undertaker and Roman Reigns. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I'm always excited to see the Undertaker. I mean, Undertaker's probably my favorite wrestler of all time. He's certainly the most exciting to see. But I feel like that if we have never had Roman Reigns shoved down our throats, uh, I don't know that we've ever had it quite like this. <laughs> and uh, in my opinion, they're trying to just continue to put him over. And, of course, is he going to become a face from this match? No, God, no. I mean, it's not absolutely no. not. You know, but um, is it go- are they trying to put him over? You know, the Undertaker, I do believe, is going to lose this match, and, and 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 I don't know. And now they're talking about retirement, and I'm like, oh my gosh, uh, we are we are utilizing probably one, certainly one of, inarguably one of, the greatest wrestlers of all time in the WWE brand. We are using him to put over this guy that only one man is hooked on. <laughs> and I can't and if it ends his career, I'm gonna be disappointed. I mean real disappointed. I I really can't see uh really can't see Undertaker losing his last match to Roman Reigns. Uh I would hate to say I'm like you, I would be severely disappointed if if something like that were to happen, but uh you know, Vince is trying to prove a point, it seems like, uh, that he can make this guy 
push them down the throat to you know, and, and it's it's not working. He gets booed more and more every time he comes out. <laughs> and you put him against a, a legend like the Undertaker, he's not going to get cheers there. Uh, even I, I don't care what you do, he will not get cheered. Uh, no. <laughs> a lot of talk now. Uh, there's a rumor coming out this week that uh, they were going to actually move him. Talking about moving to SmackDown, so uh, yeah, I, I don't know what what that goes there, what, what's going on with that, but uh, there was a lot of talk about that earlier. Well, we'll certainly see, but I, I just I don't see how, and maybe I'm wrong. I hope I am, but I don't see how Vince, who is so hung up on Roman Reigns being the face of the company. I just don't see how uh, The Undertaker escapes. I mean, a part-timer wrestles once or twice a year. How he is going to win this match over Roman Reigns, how Reigns comes out any better from it. I, I just I just don't see how that could happen. I mean, I, Roman Reigns wins, goes over, turns into a heel. That might work. You know, um, loses the match. Undertaker wins. Where does Roman Reigns go from there? I just don't see. I don't see that route. I mean, are you having a hard time seeing it, or are you just well? I mean, it don't. <laughs> I, I'm really hoping it don't happen. Uh, but you know, there are ways that somehow they could get him over without him winning. Yeah. If, I guess the the Not obvious true. thing would be be getting the Undertaker's respect. And, uh, you know, I have seen that happen okay, where I've a guy, yeah, you know, where he has, you know, take a couple of tombstones or whatever and still keeps getting back up or just take a take a beating from the Undertaker and keeps getting back up, keeps getting back up. You know, that that could be a way that could, that without, without winning, he could, he could get over, he just, by getting Undertaker's respect. And, I mean, that would go a long way towards some of these people that that really hate him. Uh, you know, maybe not hating him is bad. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, well, yeah. I could see that, yeah. And maybe maybe that, maybe that the Undertaker's seal of approval might, uh, might be what Vince is looking for to be public and for people to see. I don't know. Maybe so. But it would have to be, you know, I, I here's the thing, don't just give it to him no matter how good the match goes, you know. It, it would have to be uh one way or the other. You know, have a have a plan. If the match is not going good, you know, maybe have have Reigns turn heel. So have somebody come out there and then and double crop maybe have Heyman come out there to ringside and, and distract the Undertaker and let Reigns win. But uh, yeah, you know, I, I I really don't know. I don't know what to do. The best thing to do with this guy right now, and it should have been done a long time ago, is turn him he, turn him back to you. But you know Vince is determined, so he's always had a thing for the big guys to put him over. Yep. This, this we'll is his big happens. guy of the eighties. We will see what happens, folks. And we're going to talk more about WrestleMania as we move forward. Um, that is going to do it for the card, uh, for WrestleMania card tonight. And, of course, um, also for our show, um, running a 60-minute edition tonight. 
Um, I want to re- remind everybody we'll be back next week um, right here live. Uh, as far as I know, Sunday night. Is that good with you? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yep, good deal. Yep, it's good with me. We'll be back next Sunday night. Uh, March the 26th, and we will do it all over again. And, folks, that will be uh, the last night that we will be on the air prior to WrestleMania. Of course, the following week we will be on the air, and WrestleMania will be getting ready to to get set. We may have a special edition that night that starts a little early because of WrestleMania. And I know our listeners aren't going to want to miss WrestleMania to hear predictions about WrestleMania. So uh, we will... (laughs) We will be talking to you about that uh, shortly. But next week, live right here, Sunday night, March 26, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time in the United States, uh, and only on blogtalkradio.com live. And remember, you can always listen to us on the podcast app on your iPhone, as well as the TuneIn Radio app on iPhone and Android devices. Uh, We've got listeners from all over the world, whether you listen to us live or on demand. We thank you for tuning in to these two country people from North Carolina who like pro wrestling. And uh, we sure uh, appreciate you being a part of this production. Stevie, last word tonight. I'm just looking forward to really excited about the next Rage event. Uh, Ready, ready to tell these people who, who some of the newcomers are going to be to raise, but I'll let uh, Charles let that cat out of the bag or, or let us decide, let him decide when we can let the cat out of the bag. But uh, really looking forward. That was, the one match I'm hearing about is so, is one I've been watching on YouTube and, and really looking forward to seeing it in person. And uh, can't wait to tell the people about it. It'll be a very interesting night. I would argue probably the best night in the history of Rage Wrestling. Um, And, folks, we hope. Stevie, always a pleasure having you on the show. Appreciate everything. Same here, buddy. Remember, folks, uh, you can hear us on demand anytime. We gave you the info earlier, your podcast app or the TuneIn Radio app. You can listen to me and expert analyst Stevie Fly break it down. And we're going to really get into it next week as WrestleMania is upon us. Rage Wrestling returns. we got a lot going on, folks, over the next month. And we hope you will join us each week live Sunday night, 7 o'clock p.m., right here on blogtalkradio.com. God bless, folks. And we will see you next week right here live, and we'll do it all over again. Good night from Brawl for All. Ladies and gentlemen, Okay.